This is text 127 from Charitamrita, Madhya Leela, chapter 20. The following parable may be given. Once a learned astrologer came to the house of a poor man and seeing his distressed condition, questioned him. The astrologer asked, why are you unhappy? Your father was very wealthy, but he did not disclose his wealth to you because he died elsewhere. Krishna Upades, just as the words of the astrologer gave news of the poor man's treasure, the Vedic literatures advise one about Krishna consciousness when one is inquisitive to know why is in a distressed material condition. <coughs> By the words of the astrologer, the poor man's connection with the treasure was established. Similarly, the Vedic literature advises us that our real connection is with Sri Krishna, the, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Although being assured of his father's treasure, the poor man cannot acquire this treasure by such knowledge alone. Therefore, the astrologer had to inform him of the means whereby he could actually find the treasure. The astrologer said, the treasure is in this place, but if you dig towards the southern side, the wasps and drones will rise and you will not get the treasure. If you dig on the western side, there's a ghost who will create such a disturbance that your hand will not even touch the treasure. If you dig on the northern side, there's a big black snake that will devour you if you attempt to dig up the treasure. However, if you dig up a small quantity of dirt on the eastern side, your hands will immediately touch the pot of treasure. The revealed scriptures conclude that one should give up fruit of activity, speculative knowledge, and the mystic yoga system, and instead take to devotional service, by which Krishna can be fully satisfied. So digging through the south, wasps and drones is representing karma kanda. If we perform Vedic rituals to get material benefits, then actually these material achievements which we'll get from such rituals will only sting us. So they're like wasps and drones. If we dig towards the West, in the West there's impersonalism, and it is like a ghost that will, uh, will possess us. So that is not a good thing either. In the North, there are the yogis that perform mystic power, and if you go for mystic powers, it is like a black snake that will devour us. The mystic power will take over, in other words, and will become the goal instead of bhakti. But if we dig up just a little towards the east, 
there will get bhakti. So the revealed scriptures conclude that one should give up fruit of activity, speculative knowledge, and the mystic yoga system, and instead take to devotional service, by which Krishna can be fully satisfied. Mm. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna said, My dear Uddhava, neither through Astanga Yoga, the mystic yoga system to control the senses, nor through impersonal monism or analytical study of the absolute truth, nor through study of the Vedas, nor through austerities, charity, or acceptance of sannyas, can one satisfy me <laughs> as much as by developing unalloyed devotional service unto me. So, this is from Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, from the 11th Canto. And uh, the explanation for this verse is given in Adi Lila 1776. So, karmis, jnanis, yogis, tapasvis, and students of Vedic literature who do not have Krishna consciousness simply beat around the bush and do not get any final profit because they have no clear knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Nor do we have faith in approaching him by discharging devotional service. Although everywhere such service is repeatedly emphasized, as it is in this verse from Srimad Bhagavatam, the Bhagavad Gita also declares, One can understand the Supreme Personality as he is only by devotional service. Hmm. <coughs> yes. <coughs> One minute. Rupa Goswami. Uh, Rupa Goswami is uh, writing on Yabila Sita Sunyam Gyan Karmadiyana Vitam Anakuryena Krishnanu Shilanam Bhakti Uttama, which is about. Uh, Unalloyed, pure devotional service, not affected by karma and jnana, and this unalloyed, pure devotional service, that is what we are, uh, are striving for. Uh, that simply engaging in service to the pleasure of the Lord. So Sanatana Goswami is now uh, hearing from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is establishing the uh, the the conclusions of unalloyed pure devotional service. Neither religious activities endowed with honesty and mercy, nor knowledge obtained with great penance, can completely purify one's consciousness if they are bereft of loving service to me. If one's hair do not stand on end, how can the heart melt? And if the heart doesn't melt, how can tears of love flow from the eyes? If one doesn't cry in spiritual happiness, how can one render loving service to the Lord? And without such service, how can the consciousness be purified? Mm. Yeah. So... Ultimately, um, 
the essence of devotional service is that it's meant to be loving devotional service. That we are actually serving Krishna because he is the most wonderful person. Um, not because of any, any self-interest. Kanista Adhikari has his self-interest. And a Kanista Adhikari is, uh, is interested in his uh, uh, in self, in, in, in his own position. And he's very much looking at his spiritual life from a personal perspective. But the Madhyam Adhikari um, is, is focusing on pleasing Krishna and is focusing on being a servant. Uttama Adhikari is, has no interest at all in, in, in himself, is just interested in Krishna and sees himself as most fallen. So, I am, uh, of course, um, we are acting as sadhakas. We are trying to, um, to approach the Chaitanya Charitamrita for purification. And we're trying to come to this point of, of seeing how, uh, how much we are uh, under the infantile energy. And uh, as an exercise, uh, as an exercise, we are uh, considering where we are lacking uh, and the hairs that stand on end in great ecstasy. And if there's no such ecstasy, then what is our Krishna consciousness? What kind of... Um, so, in this way, we are just simply acting as humble servants. Yes. Hmm. Yes. A devotee whose speech is sometimes choked up, whose heart melts, who cries continuously and sometimes laughs, who feels ashamed and cries out loudly and then dances, a devotee thus fixed in loving service to me purifies the entire universe. Just as gold, when smelted in fire, gives up its impurities and returns to his pure, brilliant state. Similarly, the spirit soul absorbed in the fire of bhakti yoga is purified of all contamination caused by previous fruit of activities and returns to its original position of serving me in the spiritual world. Purport. According to Sila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, this verse indicates that the devotee goes back home, back to Godhead, and there worships Lord Krishna in his original spiritual body, which is compared to the original pure form of smelted gold. Gold alloyed with inferior matters cannot be purified by water and soap. Similarly, the heart's impurities cannot be removed by superficial processes. Only the fire of love of God can cleanse one's soul and send one back home, back to Godhead to engage in eternal loving service to the Lord. 
because there's also the verse ihaya syahariya dasye karmanamana sagiriya nigiri swapiya vastasu jivan muktasa uchate that already in this world um, if one has pleased the Lord by his service by constant glorification by by constant chanting and service to the holy name uh, then one can already become a jivan mukta in this world that is <clears throat> is desirable uh, that's what it means to uh, to cry tears and to uh, and the hair standing on end when a diseased eye is treated with medicinal ointment it gradually recovers its power to see similarly as a conscious living entity Kratos <laughs> himself of material contamination by hearing and chanting the pious narrations of my glories, he regains his ability to see me, the absolute truth, in my pure spiritual form. Yes, so to actually uh, regain that ability to see Krishna in his pure spiritual form, that is, uh, is the result of Krishna consciousness. So we can see that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is telling Sanatana Goswami uh, really about higher aspects of devotional service. It's not only about being free from sinful activities, um, but it is actually by being, not only by following four regulative principles that restrict our behavior, but it is about going forward. Uh, going forward in just looking at Krishna's amazing qualities and developing more and more desire to serve Krishna. Therefore, one should reject all material processes of elevation, which are like the mental creations of a dream, and should completely absorb one's mind in me. By constantly thinking of me, one becomes purified. Being conscious of the eternal self, one should give up association with women and those intimately associated with women. Sitting fearlessly in a solitary place, one should concentrate the mind on me with great attention. Um, um, <clears throat> so now we have a verse that focuses on association with women. Now we're speaking about associating with women in, in an illicit way and engaging in illicit sexual activities. Um, now, there are also women who are turning away from, uh, from material life and who take up spiritual life. And, and they rise above these, uh, these pushings of uh, of the senses and come to the transcendental platform. Therefore, we can say uh, one should not uh, uh, engage <coughs> in any form of, uh, of illicit sex, in any form of sense enjoyment in relation to, uh, to women. Uh, it says, Smaranam, Kirtanam, Keli, Preksanam, Guyam, Asiam, Atbayam. And uh, it is saying that one should not meditate, one should not uh, 
speak about illicit sex. One should not uh, look. <laughs> Sorry, one should not look. This this phone just hypnotizes me and makes me tired. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, so we are uh, neither grossly nor subtly engaging in illicit sex, not by meditating on it, not by talking about it, not by looking at it, not by in any means uh, being uh, very sitting intimately with a member of the opposite sex. No, we are just carefully uh, conducting ourselves in relation to this. But ultimately, by attraction to Krishna, only can we really rise above these things. So, uh, pure devotional service uh, is, is our solution. Uh, pure devotional service is the only way that we are uh, going to enter into Krishna's realm. And we can see that it begins like that in the teachings to uh, Sanatan Goswami. Mm. And uh, I'll give uh, somewhat more shorter lectures these days because I'm uh, uh, also preoccupied. Uh, so I'll pick up this theme again tomorrow and in, in a part two and just uh, take it to a deeper level. Today, <clears throat> I'm just introducing the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to Sanatana Goswami, which take, which are spread uh, over uh, over five chapters, and uh, and we will be uh, discussing a bit more about them. So uh, I will. Uh, I will leave you, but to return again tomorrow. Hare Krishna.